Hi and welcome to today's podcast from The Value Project. I'm Becky. I'm Mary. And today we are going to carry on looking at Psalm 139. Now we did a podcast not that long ago on the first half of this psalm and today we're looking at the second half. So if you haven't already listened to our last podcast, I suggest you go back and listen to it. Yeah, and you will find out if you listen to it what really exciting thing Becky did um, with the rest of her day. So that is one reason to listen I, to it. I will admit I didn't actually do what I said I was Did listening. you not? That's no. not a Actually, I can tell. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to it. Yeah, see how boring my life is. <laughs> Anyway, should we get on to what we're actually talking yeah. about as opposed to my bag cleaning? <laughs> um, yeah, so we're looking at Psalm 139. But Mary, why are we looking at Psalm 139? Um, and what, what was, like, if you had to round up the first half in, like, a sentence, how would you round it up? Yeah, so um, Psalm 139 um, is a chapter in, in the Bible, in, a, in the book of Psalms, which is kind of a book of poetry, mostly written by a guy called King David. Um, and this bit is written by King David. And... Um, we wanted to do a little study on it because we think it really kind of underpins um, a lot of what we really want the Valley Project to be, what we want God to do through it, um, and like what our heart is for it. Um, so it comes in four parts um, of the poem. It's, it's a poem in four parts, and the first two parts we looked at last time. Um, the first one was about how God knows us, he knows everything about us, he knows the good, the bad, everything about us. Um, and the second part is about that even though God knows all that, he is with us all the time in every situation every circumstance he is always with us um so that's kind of where we've got up to um and now we're going to look from uh verse 13 onwards so should i read it yeah should i start in a prayer first? yes good good thinking <laughs> lord jesus uh we just lift up this time to you lord and as we chat and have a conversation lord we ask that you inspire um, inspire us and lead our conversations and for those who are listening Lord we pray that if there's any parts that are relevant for them or that you want them to kind of really apply to their lives Lord that that you will just open their ears and hearts to that amen amen cool so from verse 13 and um, we're only going to read it from verse 13 but I would really encourage you if you can pause this go read the other half of it um, and then come back but yeah, yeah. so for you create my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak to you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me to the way everlasting. So yeah, um, so we're going to take the first from verse 13 to 18 and um, I'm going to jump in if because I have something <laughs> that I just absolutely love about this. Um, the, the, the first verse is, is, you knit me together in my mother's womb. And like that is a verse that is used again and again in, in schools, mm. in, your, in your RE exams, you know, it's, it's again and again it gets used. 
But one thing I just love about that is like the intimacy of it. Like you knit me together. Like it, it takes me back to a little bit. Becky, Becky, a few Christmases ago, me and you decided to take up knitting. <laughs> um, was a disaster. It was, and we Becky is better. You're better than me at knitting. I made one thing. Yeah, we're like, I made a square, um, <laughs> and it took us hours and hours. And our mum patiently tried to teach us, and we kept getting things wrong. But we put so much like time and effort and thought. You gave up a lot quicker than me. I did, <laughs> but but the point is how how much effort and, and thought and love went into trying to knit, and just that thought of like that's how we are created. Not, we're created much better than that. Yeah, and he didn't give up. He didn't give up. <laughs> but we're not just off a production line. We're mm. not just like, you know, something, a, a copy of that there's millions of. We are we are created. We have been crafted. Um, we've designed the way we are. And like the intimacy of that, I just, I just think is awesome. Yeah. It is pretty mind-blowing, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah. Like God really, like God God created you in that way. It's pretty, yeah, pretty nuts. And he designed us in that way. I think so often, like, I'm not going to go into this too much, but when we look at ourselves and you can, you see flaws and you see things you don't like, but actually that we we're created, we've been designed, we've been crafted that way, and and God looks at us and loves that. Mm. And and I think that kind of goes into into the next bit. Um, Verse fourteen. Yeah. Where it says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are your works are wonderful, I know that full well. Mm. Like for me, when like when you read that when I read that the first time, I don't think David's a bit big headed. Like do you know what I mean? Like he's like, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Like he's yeah. talking about himself. Yeah. He's like, I'm so amazing, it's so wonderful and great, and you've made me and I know that. How wonderful. Like that's how I first read it, mm. if I'm honest. And like this bad verse also gets quoted a lot. Like mm. people say, Oh, but you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And that kind of fearfully <laughs> yeah, and wonderfully yeah. made. Um, but actually, like, when you stop and think about it, it's like actually David knows that God makes no mistakes. Like, David, although he messes up a lot in his life, if you read more in the Bible mm. about him, he actually he he it says about how like knowing he like, had God's heart, he knew who God was. Mm. And like he really understood that God was this perfect perfect being and loving powerful being and that he was perfect and that actually if god made it it was also perfect it was mm. also wonderful so i i just when i read this i think david really got that actually because god made him he was wonderful mm. because god made him he was you know when it says about fearfully it doesn't mean like oh i'm scared fearful it means more like in awe, like mm. i'm in awe, like in like kind of kind of like complete awe, like mm. of something. So he's like, I like I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm in in such awe of the way that God has made me. I'm in such a it's such a wonderful way. Like I'm so wonderful because God has made me. Yeah. And actually, like you know, we've talked about this is kind of one of the reasons why this passage is important to us here at the Value Project is because like our biggest passion is that people could see their true value. Yeah. Could just see their true worth. And actually David does in this bit. Mm. Like David sees that God made him yeah. and that actually how like he is wonderful. Yeah. And he is fearfully made. And like that means I am wonderfully and fearfully made. And it even means you are wonderfully and fearfully made. Yeah. Even you know, it's just it's crazy, isn't it? Like actually 
And I just say, imagine like how much different our days would be if when you when you wake up in the morning, you see yourself and your hair is like all in weird angles and your mm. bed hair and probably all the drool down your face. And, <laughs> you do and, anyway. Oh uh, yeah, sore <laughs> point bags. Um, <laughs> imagine you know when you look at yourself, you see yourself through the eye, the eyes that God sees you. Yeah. It's like I am wonderful. Mm. Like maybe maybe we challenge you tomorrow when we're gonna wake up, look at yourself and just. I am wonderful. Say that to yourself. And <laughs> yeah. See if it changes how it changes your day. Yeah, and I just think you know when when you when someone knows their true value mm. and their true worth, mm. like your focus that and when you know that like like when we know our value and our worth and we know it and it comes from God. Yeah. Like actually, our focus can then be on God and be on like instead of like because I think we spend most of our life looking for a way to make us valuable or yeah. make us, yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean? Like we waste so much time and energy and being like, actually when we can see that we find our value and our worth from God and we have that because God's created us and he only makes good things. Yeah. You know, yeah, we can choose to do bad things and mess it up, but yeah. he's not created that path for us. I just think it's, it's cool. It's awesome. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, another bit which I just really loved in, in verse 16 and uh, where it says, um, if I can find it, all the days ordained for me were written in your book. And actually, when I first read this, the, I've kind of found this kind of two different interpretations of this, which I think is really interesting. So, like, um, you come across this a lot in the Bible. There'll be different people have different interpretations, and, and that's totally okay. Mm. And it's okay to have differing opinions with other people, but you can get so much by just le- learning and listening from other people's. So my initial thing when I read this was about how you know, all the days ordained for me are written in my book. Like, God has planned each day for me. Like, God has, has has written each day for me before they even happen. And what that means is that, like, if I wake up in the morning, then there's a purpose for me. If I'm still here, then there's a purpose for me. If I'm still breathing, then God's still working. If I'm still here, God has got something for me to do. And I just think that's awesome, because sometimes I think... It, you know, if you're feeling down, it can feel really like, oh, what's the point? But actually, if the the re- if I've got air in my lungs, then there is a point. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And 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 then when I looked into this a bit more, that the second interpretation was actually that you know the word days is kind of translated differently, and what it could also mean is what what David's kind of saying is that as he lives his days, God is recording them. So it's it goes back to that point about God being with us. So, you know, as, as I do my things, as I grow up, as I develop in different ways, God, you are watching, you are recording. And, and I think both are, are really, for both interpretations, you can get a lot out of, you know, mm. God has got, because we know God's got plans for us. It's all throughout the Bible talks about God's plans for us. Um, but also God is with us and he's watching us in the moment now, not just in the future. Yeah. I just think that's really cool. I quite like him in... I'm going, to go, I'm going to go from verse 17, actually. Yeah. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Were I to wake up, I am still with you. Like, mm-hmm. I like that last word. Like, when I wake up, I'm still with you. Like, I, in my head, I hear, like, David's surprise. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, were I to wake up, you're, you know, you, I'm still with you. Like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> like, you're still here? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I, I just realised how like, like how wonderful, how great you are, and all this, and yet I can't even think about what is. Um... I've lost it. No, you haven't. You 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 haven't. I did. <laughs> I lost it. 
one thing we're really um, we're passionate about the value project is being real and like actually you know me and Becky aren't biblical scholars who have we're studied for all our lives you know we are just people that love God and love read the Jesus. Bible together and 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 so yeah we sometimes lose it but you haven't lost it Becky I did lose it but I had a good point but I can't remember what it was about how David is surprised when, when oh yeah like up. I think like David's like Oh, I'm like totally surprised that you're still here. Yeah. Like after all of this, you're so wonderful, you're so great, you're yeah. so awesome. And yet, when I wake up having thought about all of that, you're still here. Yeah, like, no, totally. You're still that. with me and all that. I love that. I feel like I had a better point than that, but I've forgotten what it was. Well, if it comes back to Maybe you. when I make notes in the future, I should make more than just say, when I wake up, <laughs> David is surprised. So what we're learning today is Becky needs better note-taking skills, mm-hmm. but that's okay. So that's kind of what we've come up with, uh, you know, for, for that next section was about, you know, we are designed, we have been created, and we have a purpose, and yeah. God has a purpose for us. So recap, section yeah. one of it from the last podcast, you yeah. know me. Section two, you are with me. Section yeah. three, not just that you know me, you're with me, but you've also created me. Yes. Section four, the last section. This is the bit that I like find harder to like get my mm-hmm. head into. It's a bit of a change of gear. So here we, we see a bit of a shift where um, in the past um, David's been talking about God and now he's talking a bit more about kind of himself and, and how he sees himself, yeah. um, which is, is quite interesting. And I, I'm going to admit, when I first read this, I was kind of like... We were like, should we just miss it out? Yeah, we, 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 we did. We had a discussion. We were like, should we just miss it out? Because it's then, a bit awkward. Then we were like, that annoys us when people do that. They exactly. just pick their favourite. So we're best. not going to miss it out. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to do our best to talk about it. But what I think is just really important about this this next section is he's, he's changing. He's making that shift and talking about God. And instead, what he's doing now is he's taking the situations around him and he's bringing them to God. He's saying, you know, God, you know me. You're with me. You created me. This is the stuff that's really hard right now. This is the stuff which yeah. is, is really difficult. I think as well, when you read it, remember, this is what he, David's saying, not what God's saying. So mm-hmm. verse 19 is like, If only you, God, would stay the wicked away from me, you who are th- bloodthirsty. Yeah. You know, like, that's David saying that. Yeah, so, you know, David's being like, why has it got to be like this? Can you just get rid of all the bad things? And I think what this also reminds us is that even... You know, we've established that God knows us and he's with us, but actually that doesn't mean we're not going to face threats. doesn't mm-hmm. mean we're not going to face danger. But actually what's really important is God is with us in all those situations. He's near us and, and that gives us hope, I guess, in facing those threats and in facing those hard things. And one thing it really reminds me of is, um, well, I was in... Uh, you may know this, Becky. I was in hospital recently. Really? Um, yeah, I wasn't very oh. well. But um, when I was in, there's a week I was in, and I was quite poorly, and I couldn't really. Um, Did you say you were in for a week? One week I was in. Oh, one of the weeks. One particular week okay. I was in, I was I was quite poorly, and I couldn't really just. I didn't have any energy to do anything, and it was a really scary time. But the one thing that I could do is listen to music, and I pretty much just listened to worship music on repeat for a week, and it's strange because it was probably the scariest time of my life but actually I felt the closest to God I felt so intimate with God and it was it was that hope of God being with me you know I was I know God I was still going through that hard time but God was with me and it just made it a hundred times not easier just a hundred times like just different it made Mm. it so much different and I, I I would dread to think what that would have been like had I not had that intimacy with God at that time so that's what that kind of reminds me about and I just think that's awesome why why does that like why does that experience remind you of the, this bit of the verse um I think it's just because it's it's that kind of a, a, like acknowledging that 
you know, hard stuff is going to happen. Hard stuff was, is going to go through this. And this is what, you know, David's saying. And, and, you know, there were times in hospital, like David, I was like, can we just take this away from me? Can we just, yeah. you know, can we just be better now? Um, I mean, I hope you weren't saying that you were... Uh, get away, away from me. me. <laughs> you are, you bloodthirsty. are bloodthirsty. I did say well, that to you... one nurse and she did get a bit, no, I'm <laughs> um, but, but yeah, just that kind of... Actually, it's okay to be real with God and say, you know, I hate this, this is rubbish. Mm. Um, but it's holding on to that hope and holding on to the knowledge that God is with us um, that is, is really important. Yeah. The bit on verse 21 where it says, Do, um, do I not hate those that you hate, Lord? And I bought abhor um, those who are rebellion against are in rebellion against you. I was reading a um, like a study thing mm-hmm. about it, and it's saying actually um, it's a bit like there was a like a bit like people when they have that saying of like your enemies are my enemies, your mm. friends are my friends, and like. Uh, that was those like I don't really understand all, but around that like there would have been that would have been the kind of mentality with the yeah. kind of people who made pledges like kings and yeah. stuff pledges and different so it's like a historical link to that yeah so when it's kind of saying I hate these who you hate Lord like that's what kind of like if you made an alliances with people yeah. they'd have done that they'd have said like this is you know where I'm friends with this country mm-hmm. or this group of people and. So for whoever their enemies are, like it still happens now actually, yeah. why do you think about it? Like if two countries go to war with each other, so often other countries get involved because they're like defending yeah. people that they're kind of f- friendly with. Yeah. So it's kind of talking a bit like that, like so David here is kind of saying, kind of I, I hate those who hate you, like mm. they don't like you, so I don't like them, mm. like I'm, I'm on your side here, God, mm. kind of thing. That's really cool. And and I, I guess the, the last bit as well I find really interesting. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in that way everlasting. And what David's saying there is actually, like, really quite brave. Yeah. He's saying to God, like, point out my flaws. Point out the things I'm doing that aren't of you. Point out the stuff I'm getting wrong. Like, show me what I'm doing wrong and, and show me a better way. And, like... That's uncomfortable. That's so uncomfortable. Like, if I came to you and was like, hey, Becky, can you tell me all the things you think I'm doing wrong and tell me how to do it better? No, no, that's such a, a, like, ow, my confidence. But, like, to to show that, you know, the fact is we've already established God knows us. He Mm. created us. He's with us. So, actually, if I come to God and say, God, I think I'm doing, you know, I think I'm actually really you know, ungenerous to people. I feel really, maybe I'm being really selfish. Like, how can I be... But it's not even just then, is it? It's like in terms of even when you feel like, actually, I think I'm doing all right. Yes. They'll come into God and say, God, like, examine me, show me where I'm not. Because we're we're not perfect, so there's always going to be stuff. It's it's such a bold thing to do, but, like, also what... God can have such a transforming, like, transforming way, Mm. and I just think that's awesome. Yeah. But I think it's so important because that's how people grow and learn mm. and change is by asking the, yeah, asking that very question, yeah. isn't it? Like, God, search me and show me, like, yeah. reveal to me what I can do differently. And I think out of all of this, that's probably that bit is what challenges me the most, like, going forward from this, is being like, you know, do I do I have it in me to say that prayer to God? And, and I want to, and that's a yeah. little bit scary what God's going to say back, but... Um, yeah, and I, I guess we, we kind of encourage you guys too as we kind of draw the study to an end. Yeah. Like, pick out that might not be it, but pick out points from this. Is it that you don't 
believe that God knows you? Is it that you feel like God God does because he does know you? You like, you know, work through that with God. Is it that when you look at yourself, you don't see yourself through the eyes that God sees you? You don't see that you are designed and you are wonderful? Mm. You know, really pray into that if that's the case. Is it that you feel alone and that God isn't with you? Maybe pray into that. Or is it that you feel like, actually, I'm doing everything really well right now. I'm crushing life. Mm -hmm. I am, like, absolutely awesome. Then maybe it's turn to God and say, "What am I not doing right? Yeah. You know, teach me, teach me your ways." Um, so that kind of concludes the end of. Our I mean, there's like study. so so much in this. Book. Like we could did. we could re talk about this about a hundred times and still get more. Wait, out. And I'm not gonna lie, we'll probably revisit this again. At I think we will. Point. Yeah, good because I think, like we said at the beginning, this this passage has been on our heart a lot mm. whilst we start and thinking about this value project because actually the whole thing about this passage is about God knows us. God's yeah. chosen to be of us. He knows us. He knows us in the good, the bad. He's yeah. created us. And actually, so often, we like we said, I said earlier, like we don't feel valued or we yeah. don't see our own value or see, feel that people know our value. And yet this passage shows that our value comes from God and that we are valued because we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And actually, there are times where we need to ask ourselves, show me God for what yeah. I'm doing, what I examine me, God, so we can either show you where you treat yourself badly or maybe yeah. you treat other people badly. Yeah. And like you said, that's a big, big thing to ask, isn't it? It is. Shall we end in a prayer? Yeah, let's. Go on, then you can pray for us. Okay. <laughs> um, God, we just thank you for the time that we've been able to, to come together and talk about you today. And we thank you for the truths that you've set on our hearts. And, you know, ultimately, God, we thank you that you know us. We thank you that you're with us. We thank you that you designed us and you have a purpose for us. And we thank you that because of this, we can face the things that threaten us. And um, God, we just pray that you'd, you'd pick out points from these two podcasts and you just, if there's stuff you want us to learn from them, you'd really put that on our heart. Yeah. And um, yeah, we pray, we pray for the rest of the day to just be an awesome day. Amen. Amen. Now you ended the last podcast by asking what I was going to do. Yeah. And had the most boring answer of vacuuming. Yeah. What are you going to do? Is that anything more interesting? Um, I am going to cook you a curry tonight. Oh, I actually do like it. Currently. Yeah, we're going to have a tikka. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like a tikka. I'm going to have a tikka. I've got some naan bread as well. Oh, are you homemade? Because you make it's good. It's not homemade, I'm afraid. It's little made. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's naan bread. bread it's... Naan bread's good. Who's made it? It is. There we go. Yeah. So um, that's what well, I'm going to do. You guys enjoy whatever you're doing today, and I'm going to enjoy my naan bread and curry later. <laughs> and rice. <laughs> and rice. Mm. <laughs> I knew like it. Uh, thank you for tuning in, guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.